You are listening to the Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN, the Rotundi Radio Network. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I will show you around. I love it that you bottom dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago, the town that Billy Sunday couldn't shut down. On State Street, that great street. All right, well, let's head back to Chicago, musicians headquarters. Chicago's mayor exploring the possibility of city-owned grocery stores in some Windy City neighborhoods. Mayor Brandon Johnson believes this will provide relief for communities without quality grocery stores living in those so-called food deserts. The stores would be funded with grant money, not just local taxes, but keep in mind, many private store chains think Whole Foods, think Walmart, have moved out of some areas in the city claiming there's just not enough profitability. In addition to a loss of money, some of the now closed locations also did have to deal with an uptick in crime. So what could go possibly wrong with this? All right, Mayor Johnson, why don't you just arrest the shoplifters? Why don't you allow the police to do their job? That'll prevent all the other stores from moving out. That'll prevent, I mean, that'll promote businesses to move back into these burned out areas as far as as far as stores go so so let's run through this and let's see what possibly could go wrong all right so you plop this government-run supermarket down in one of these financially desperate areas where all the businesses like walmart and Whole Foods and Walgreens and Aldi and all these national chain and local chain supermarkets are bailing out and evacuating because they can't stay profitable if people just waltz in and waltz out with shopping carts full of groceries and perishables. There's too much... There's too much loss to sustain these businesses in these areas. So in comes Brandon Johnson riding his white white horse and said, I'm going to plop a government-run supermarket in this area to replace all these stores that are moving out. So he does so at taxpayer expense. So you now, residents of Chicago are now paying for a government-subsidized supermarket. Congratulations. You're now part owner of this supermarket. Only problem is, is that the crime is still going to keep happening. Also, you know how regular supermarkets have six, seven different brands of a particular product, say, like, Bottled water. Let's use bottled water, for example. There's Deer Park. There's Poland Spring. There's Propel. There's all the fitness waters, you know, like Smart Water and, you know, um, Gatorade and, you know, um, 
Powerade and all these other aids. And, you know, this government-run supermarket will only have one choice. And it'll be a plain-labeled bottle that says water. Back when supermarkets first opened in the 20s and, you know, the teens and around World War I and World War II, you know, uh, the 20s, right before the Depression, regular supermarkets, they only had one brand. So you go, you wanted to find a thing of beans. You looked on the shelf, there was a can that said beans on it. Plain white label. No idea what kind of, who made it, what kind of quality it is. It just says beans. And that was your only choice. No matter what quality it was, that was it. That's all they had. Picture that across the entire spectrum of foods. No more natural peanut butter. No more organic gross, uh, no more organic vegetables. Whole foods, gone. You know, those, that kind of opportunity to provide healthy sustenance for your family is gone. Cheese? We don't have any Sargento. We don't have anything made from 100% milk. We've got stuff that's made with 50% hydrogenated oil and 50% grease. And that's your choice. There's not even any milk in it. So technically it can't be called cheese, but it's a processed cheese product. Like Cheese Whiz. Most horrible thing on the planet. But yet, that's your choice. For everything. Meat, good luck. You're going to get C-grade chicken that kind of smells funny. You're going to get C-grade beef that they wouldn't put in dog food. But that's going, on, that's going in the plain brown packaging that's going to be in those cases. But it's going to be cheaper than everything else in the area. So what happens? Government comes in, they subsidize it. Now your beans, for example, you only got to pay $1.50 a can. All the supermarkets in the area are, paying three, are, are retailing it for $3.50 in a can because their quality is better. What happens? Everybody converges on the government-run store either to buy at the reduced price or to just walk out with it outright. They don't care. Your tax dollars are subsidizing it. So what do you think is going to happen to all these other brick-and-mortar supermarkets when all of their customers start gravitating towards the government-run supermarket? Yeah, they're going to pull out too, creating another quote-unquote, food desert. What happens? People like Mayor Johnson are going to come in and say, hey, your supermarket's pulled out, so you don't have any choice of where to go to get groceries, or you have to drive miles to get your groceries. So we're going to open up another government-run supermarket in your neighborhood too. You see where this is going, folks? That nexus where that first supermarket dropped in 
is going to turn into a cancer that's going to kill all the other businesses in the area. We saw it with Home Depot. How many people know a store owner that owned a local hardware store that got put out of business because they got undercut by Home Depot's bulk being being able to buy in bulk and buy high volumes of lumber and screws and nails and appliances and what have you. How many times have you seen a Walmart come into an area and devastate the local-owned businesses run by mom-and-pop store owners? How many times have you seen any big-box store like Costco or BJ's or Sam's Club, all these discount stores come in and just utterly devastate the financial landscape. How many times has it happened? We're seeing it again, only this time it's with food. And worse, it's not an independent store or big box store that's coming in. It's government run. And there's no choices. So what's the alternative? Put the cops back on the street. Have them do their jobs and fight the crime. Put the bad guys in jail. And create an environment where business can thrive again without having to take pages out of Stalin's playbook and the last 70 years of Soviet Russia. We saw what that did. Christ, we make jokes about it. There's memes, you know. You know, in Soviet Russia, you go, you don't go to the grocery store. The grocery store goes to you, you know, kind of stuff. What are we, what are we waiting for, folks? Let's get people back to doing their jobs. Let the cops do what they need to do to reduce the crime and make areas safe again so people can come back in and invest in those areas and put people to work. Remember something, there's an old adage, rising tide floats all boats. If you improve the area and take the crime away, people will come flooding back because it's safe to live there again. Do you really want to see that kind of thing spread across the entire country? Because it's coming, folks. It's coming. We'll be back. We've gone from America first to America last. Crime, illegal immigration, inflation, a pathetically weak foreign policy are ruining the fabric of America. In fact, 
this patio in New York is about the only place I feel safe in the city. Where do investors turn in perilous times to protect themselves from all the uncertainty? Gold. 2022 is the year that we have seen Americans move out of risk assets like crypto and the stock market and into safe haven assets like gold and silver. Since 2021, Patriot Gold Group has offered the no fee for life IRA for qualifying rollovers. So is it the time you gave the Patriot Gold Group a call and they gave you some protection? Give Patriot Gold Group a call at 1-800-778-4156. Call now. It's not politics, it's politics. On the Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN. First there were drones, then digi-dogs. Now New York City's turning to robots to patrol the Times Square subway station. Eyewitness News reporter N.J. Burke at Live in Times Square with more on today's announcement. N.J. It's a robocop called K-5. It's about to begin deployment here in the Times Square subway station. The robot is going to wander the city's busiest subway station in the overnight hours like something out of Star Wars. Mayor Adams made the announcement with transit commanders here this morning. While I believe it is our duty to utilize state-of-the-art technology advancements to help keep New Yorkers safe, I believe we must do it wisely and not intrusively. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if you haven't seen a picture of this thing, folks, it looks like a upsized version of r2d2 crossed with a traffic cone that's all white with the nyp lo D logo on it um i want to start a pool as to how long this thing actually is in deployment before it commits suicide quote unquote on the subway tracks or is field stripped for parts and just the skeleton of it is left. At which point the rats will cart it off and use it for a home. Is this this is this is beyond ridiculous, and this is just another further slap in the face to New York's finest. Because this just this doesn't make any sense. How much did this cost? And how much is it gonna cost to maintain? And Mayor Eric Adams saying the move will save the city money that given that robots don't need bathroom breaks or meal breaks and the city is paying less per hour than its minimum wage to lease the robot. Oh, so great. It's a lease. Can't even afford to buy it outright. It's a lease. So what happens now when 
this thing disappears. And the citizens in New York and the taxpayers in New York are now on the hook to replace this. And this happens every day. How much are the New Yorkers going to, how much are New Yorkers going to be in for as far as this nonsense? I, if I were a cop in New York city right now, I would, I would put my retirement in right now because you know, it's, it is a, this is a joke, folks. This is a joke. I, I mean, we shouldn't be putting R2-D2 or what's that, uh, the talking dustbin from the UK that the kids show, Dusty or something. <clears throat> this thing is a, this thing is a um, rolling trash can. Well, how did how did they how did they expect it to how did they expect it to arrest anybody? Is the thing gonna sprout arms and legs and go into RoboCop mode, or you know they do the whole dead or alive? You're coming with me. So they tell the criminals to just look at this thing, spray paint the heck out of it. It's, it's got a panic button. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's, it's got, a, a, got a panic button. Yeah, and then a cop. Yeah, okay, so by the time you're still jamming your finger on the panic button, you're already dead. And the cop just co- shows up, oh, hey, you died. Uh, let's call uh, Let's call a bus in to get a coroner in here and you know, ship another body bag off to the morgue. A panic button? Okay, what happens if you can't get to the robot to hit the panic button? Then it just stares at you while you get raped on the platform or shoved onto the subway platform. I highly doubt that this thing is going to dive onto the subway platform, lift your ass up off the up off the tracks, and then get out before the subway comes and runs it over and turns it into a pile of scrap. Doubt it. I'd really like to hear from the New York City Police Commissioner on this and the head of the Police Benevolence Association in New York City. I'm going to see if I can make some calls and find out the reaction cause, and talk to members of my wife's family who are retired police officers and get their opinion on this because this is a joke. This is just yet another slap in the face to New York's finest. I mean, we saw in 2019 how police officers were being doused with milk while they were making arrests, um, assaulted by crowds of by crowds of people while making an arrest in you know some of the more dangerous areas of New York City. All the time, while people were filming it on their damn cell phones, claiming systemic racism and all this other bs you know we have the videos folks the 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 videos are there the the evidence is plain that cops were targeted people walking up to cops you know while they're in their patrol cars um and assassinating them while where they sit that's still happening 
cops being targeted. And all Eric Adams worries about is sound bites, publicity, and Democrat donors. That's all he cares about, folks. If nothing else, we had the drone fiasco on, was it Labor Day? Labor Day weekend. They had surveillance drones buzzing people's houses who were having loud parties. It's Labor Day weekend, folks. You know, three weeks ago. And he's harassing regular citizens who are exercising their right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Meanwhile, he orders cops to arrest people, arrest victims, and to patrol school board meetings for people speaking out against the New York City Board of Ed and having pornography put put into the classrooms and into the school libraries and teaching BS like the 1619th Project, you know, which is a work of fiction. It's not a work of, not a work of history. It's a work of fiction created by somebody up in um, one of the colleges in Boston for which she won a Pulitzer Prize. But <laughs> don't even get me started on that. It's just absolute travesty. They're, they're turning our kids into zombies who can't think for themselves and who feel like they're entitled to everything without having to work for anything. But if I were a cop in New York City right now, I would be seriously questioning the fitness of Eric Adams as commander-in-chief of the New York City Police Force. Because ultimately, that's his job. The New York City Police Commissioner needs to really have an accounting with his rank-and-file officers and with the people of the city of New York. This is ridiculous, folks. (laughs) They're leasing it at $9 an hour. No wonder why they're going to proliferate this all over the place. $9 $9 an hour costs less than a bus busboy at a restaurant. Below, yeah, they can't even get, they can't get secure, you know, like regular, like mall cops for under $16 an hour. So now that's another thing that they're going to put people out of work. Yeah. The robot apocalypse is coming, folks being led by Mayor Adams of New York City. He's going to put you all out of work. Because what's next? Going to have Wally-type robots roaming the streets, 
for the, you know, and replace the Department of Sanitation. Personally, I'd like to see RoboCop-like robots roaming the streets of New York, fully strapped, with orders to shoot to kill. Your choice. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. You're listening to Paul Rotundi, the new voice of Nashville, on WRRN. You know, folks, whenever I need a great place to get merchandise created for my show, I turn to my friends at the Southern Yankee On Demand store on Etsy and Amazon for all my print-on-demand needs. Whether it be to personalize a mug or t-shirt for the show, or for gift ideas for Halloween, the fall, or for the holidays in general, if an item can be personalized, they can do it for you. Jewelry, candles, mugs, t-shirts, posters, flags, linens, stickers, you know, like the I did that sticker. Whatever you need, they can do it for you. Look for them at yankeeodp2023.etsy.com. It's like going on a date with a chatty Cathy doll. Listen on a plane. I expect you have a little string on your chest, you know, that I pull out and have to snap back. On a train. I wouldn't pull it out and snap it back. You would. Or in an automobile. By the way, you know, when you're, when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. The Paul Rotundi Show. Every weekday on WRRN. minutes from the United Nations, the Clinton Global Initiative announced their very own program to rebuild Ukraine. In other words, the Clintons have found their new Haiti. Do we really believe we can make the future better for ourselves and others or not? It doesn't matter if I'm rich and famous and powerful, I can still make a difference and I can't let anything stand in my way. Then came Hillary, one-two punch. I believe their fight is our fight, uh, their fight for freedom. So we have to stay with the Ukrainians, and it is really important uh, not to push, push them to negotiate when, number one, the person you negotiate with is not trustworthy. You cannot trust anything he says. And you can't trust anything she says either. Guess what, folks? As uh, Eminem once sang so famously, yeah, I'm back, back again, and I'm back, only this time it's for the lose. The Clintons are back. The Clinton Global Initiative is back after a six-year hiatus. Wonder why, folks? Oh, that's right, because they had to lay low when Donald Trump was in office. Because otherwise... Bill and Hillary and Chelsea would be sharing a cell at uh, Leavenworth. Uh, 
for all of the wonderful things they did with the country of Haiti. If you recall, and, you know, Sherman, let's set the Wayback Machine to when Haiti had their monster earthquake. And Bill and Hillary Clinton rode in on their white horses, as it were, championing, championing, yeah, the Clinton Global Initiative is going to come in and rebuild the country of Haiti. Let me clue you in, folks. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't been, not even 10% of the country has been rebuilt. But yet the Clintons have raised billions of dollars. Where did it all go? Let's see. Where'd Chelsea go to school? Harvard. Where'd Hillary bury the money from all those cushy State Department, um, you know, her stint as Secretary of State and all those foreign relationships that she set up and set up underneath the table. You know, don't even get me started about billing underneath the table because I'm sure there's more interns that have worked with the Clintons that mysteriously disappeared. This is disgusting, folks. I mean, their, their slogan to keep going, keep going? What the hell is that? You know, it's the theme of this year's Clinton Global Initiative, or CGI. <laughs> Computer-generated graphics. You know, oh, God, this is... Giving up and being giving up and giving in is a surefire guarantee that we will not make progress on the major challenges that face us. Here's a major challenge, Bill. Retire already. This is just, this is just you know you've outlived your usefulness. Go gently into that good night and take Hillary with you. You know, gender equality will now be the fourth pillar of CGI's activities. Does that include transgender, Hillary? Does that include taking children and mutilating them because doctors say they can? Closing wage gap. Yeah, it's time for us to get all the money and render everybody else with zero income. That closes the wage gap in the wrong direction, but it closes the wage gap. <laughs> so, so they want to do to Haiti, to the Ukraine now, what they did to Haiti back in the 2000s. You know, there's an old saying with friends like this, who needs enemies? The Clintons are among that very special class of people that, yeah, if you have them as a friend, you need to watch over your shoulder every single second of every single day because they will turn on you. 
and they'll if you know something about them that they don't want other people to know, they'll make you disappear. How many people have been Clintonized over the years? You know, we had that um, person who mysteriously wound up dead in Washington D.C. that worked with the worked for the Clintons. They claimed that he was mugged, but yet he was shot in the back, execution style, while it was still on the body. Coroner's office said, oh yeah, he died of acute lead poisoning. Not that he was shot, and they claimed it was suicide. Okay, folks, take your finger, cock. You know, make like you're pointing a gun and then try to stick it in the back of your head and try to pull the trigger. It don't work. People don't kill themselves using a pistol to the back of the head. This is, <laughs> you know, meanwhile, they're saying that these nonprofits over in the Ukraine, like Save Ukraine, you know, they've opened up community centers to help people that were, have been traumatized by war. Yes, war is traumatic. I don't wish that to happen here. It's the last thing I want to see because nobody wins in war. Certainly not the innocent bystanders who become collateral damage when politicians choose to fight over resources. Do you really want that to happen further? These people have been victimized enough. I, for one, think it's time the war in Ukraine ended, that all this neat, all the neat bloodshed that's being delivered by missiles, by troops on the ground, by nerve gas, you know, by whatever means. It's time to end it. Such a waste of money, such a waste of human treasure, such a waste of human potential. All I know is. What the Clintons are about to do in Ukraine is going to make what they what they did in Haiti look like a humanitarian mission. The Clintons will probably make trillions with the amount of graft and grift and malfeasance that they'll inflict on the Ukrainian people. At the same time, Vladimir Zelensky comes to the UN hat in hand begging for more money. Comes to the United States when we're $33 trillion in debt and counting. And Joe Biden continues to spend money like it's going out of style. And continuing to have the Treasury Department print up more dollar bills. Maybe that's why they want to start this whole 
digital dollar. Because then they could just make that debt disappear too. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you all know that you have made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And because of your amazing support, we've expanded MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. To make room for this, we're clearing out our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm giving them to you at closeout prices. King size, only $39 a set. Queens, $35 a set. Full size, $29. And twin size, just $25. So go to my pillow.com or call the number on your screen use your promo code to take advantage of this once in a lifetime offer get these my pillow bed sheets now once they're gone they're gone for good and if some unlucky accidents you will fall in if you should get shot on that by a police officer or if he should hang himself in his jail cell or if he's struck by a bolt of lightning then i'm going to blame some of the people in this room and then I do not forgive. Nobody, and I mean nobody, messes with Paul Rotundi. He's a made man. The Paul Rotundi Show. Every weekday on WRRN. Forget about it. people are focused on my age. Well, I get it. Believe me. I know better than anyone. But there's something else I know. When I came to office, this nation was flat on its back. I knew what to do. I vaccinated the nation and rebuilt the economy. Are you kidding me? No, Joe, when you first, when you first came into public office, it was 1970, was it 70 something? The U.S. oil embargo had just happened. You came into office 50 years ago as a junior senator from Delaware. And as to your claims that you vaccinated the country and you saved the economy, it was you guys who shut the country down. It, it, it was you guys who, it was the Democrats who shut the country down. It was the Democrats who employed the, man, the mask mandates and the lockdowns 
and forced everybody to cower in place in their homes because you couldn't let them outside to breathe the fresh air. You put them in the situation where, as we found out later, that COVID likes being indoors. And how many people had to die because of that mistake? So, you saying that you cured the country and is another one of your Walter Mitty fantasies or your fever-dreamed Alzheimer-induced delusions. You didn't do squat. You inherited a country that until the COVID, until COVID, which we're finding out more and more as the days go on, that Democrats were responsible for it. You and your people unleashed a plague on, this, on the entire planet to drive Donald Trump from office. And yet you continue to demand our allegiance, and our votes. Case in point, you're the, of you being stuck in the 70s, or actually, looks like in the 30s, with this comment that you made about rapper LL Cool J. You called him boy. You called him boy, Joe, like the old stereotypical Southern work boss. Or Foghorn Leghorn. You know, that boy's got as much brains as, you know, whatever. That gal's built like the street, the highway between Dallas and Fort Worth. No curves. You know, and I I listen to you and I at the same time I giggle my ass off because it's so pathetic and I weep for the future of this country. And I can't wait until January twenty first, twenty twenty four. Like 2025, rather. When you are shown the door and Donald Trump retakes the Oval Office and sits once again behind the Resolute Desk and immediately undoes, undoes everything that you and the Democrats have inflicted on this country. We got that clip, Jeff. The two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that boy's got, he got, man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's spent. So, yeah. This is where Joe Biden and the Democrats want to take the country, folks. And for my listeners who happen to be American and also of African American, African descent, 
Mark this well on your calendars, folks. Because this is how the Democrats operate. This is how they've always operated since 1865. Democrats don't want you to learn history because they don't want you to be reminded that the Democrats were the party of slavery. The Democrats were the party of Jim Crow. The Democrats were the party that created the KKK. The Democrats were the party of segregation. They're the ones that voted against the emancipation of blacks. They're the ones who voted against the civil rights movement. Everything, every progress, every bit of progress that you have made as a culture in this country has been fought against and been fought to suppress by the Democrats. And the only time they ever come to you is during election years when they need your vote. Understand something. They don't care about you. If they did, cities like Baltimore would not be the ghettos that they are today. Cities like Chicago, cities like Detroit, all these Democrat-run cities, look at New York now. New York has a migrant crisis on its hands, the likes of which we have never seen in this country. And yet, they continue to pander to you because they need your vote. And that's all they need you for. For you to put a check mark in a box next to their name so that they can continue to run the country into the ground. We'll be back. The Southern Yankee On Demand print store on Etsy is your home for all kinds of print-on-demand items, including glassware and mugs, tumblers, candles, t-shirts, and engravable and customizable jewelry cards. If you can personalize it, we can print it. Come see us on Etsy, and soon Amazon as well, at yankeeodp2023.etsy.com. Remember, that address is yankeeodp2023.etsy.com. You'll be glad you did. Uh, yes, this is Gern Blanston from WRRN. Uh, Senator McConnell, do you ever listen to the Paul Rotundi show? Blink twice if that's a yes. The Paul Rotundi Show is on every weekday on WRRN. Anything else you want to say? Let's just go back to All right, folks, we're going to wrap the show here. I want to thank everybody for listening today. Um, I want to encourage everyone to continue listening. 
especially if you like what you hear. If you like what you hear, please tell others. Get the word out. Help me get this coast to coast and nationwide. Once again, if you want to reach me here at the state and here at the show, it's paulshowwrrn at gmail.com. We're going five days a week, folks. Starting today, Monday through Friday. Uh, we're, get, we're not going to do the Friday best of highlight show. There's just way too much going on in the world that needs to be covered. And I need to be there to bring it to you. Thank you again. I am so eternally grateful to have you as listeners. Have a wonderful weekend. See you Monday. Let's go.